0: John
1: Scott is also a man. John Scott, a fellow man. Thank you for listening to Dropping the Gloves with John Scott. Welcome, everybody, to Dropping the Gloves. Why are you shaking your head, Tim? Nothing. Go ahead. We're trying to coordinate our microphones to start at the same time. And Tim's upset because I jumped the gun, everybody. It's good to be back, baby. Oh, baby. What a what a road we've been on. It's crazy. But anyways, welcome, everybody. Thank you for listening. I sure have missed you. I hope you've missed me because it's been a long time. It has been a good week and a half, maybe two weeks where I've even been invested in the show. I've yeah. been checked
0: out. I know. You've got a lot going on.
1: I feel bad about the throwback episodes. I really do. Like, they're interesting, but it's like, no one wants to listen to that garbage. That's
0: not true. They're hilarious.
1: <laughs> I, I wouldn't. Well, I, I won't say that. I do listen to the episodes, and it is interesting to go back and kind of listen. But let's be honest. No one cares about the uh, older episodes. They want the new stuff. They want the fresh gossip, baby. We got a bunch of gossip girls listening to the show. But you, you held down the fort, Tim. You did well.
0: I'm Thanks. Very, I only did sure. two so uh, two two solo episodes. One was just a quick intro to a throwback, so with nothing crazy. But we only did we only did two last week. I think.
1: I know. I just well, the new house doesn't have Wi-Fi yet. That's yeah. getting remedied tomorrow. We're having uh, the the cable guy come over and fix that up. No TV, just internet. So he's going to install that, and hopefully we'll be flying on the internet. So then I'll be able to tape from home in my non-existent office. So I don't know where that's going to happen, but it will happen at some point.
0: Yeah, that's a good point.
1: Yeah, well, I'll have to be quiet in the corner. and just you can't whisper. whisper on
0: the show, John. Well, we'll
1: make it work. I don't know, but at least I'll have Wi-Fi. So it's good to be back. What did I miss? Did you drive us into the pit with your one
0: episode? Did the fans re rebel revolt no we had the most downloads we've had in years did we really no but it was consistent no no drop off which is good um but you've been you've been a little busy Mm -hmm. you look like you haven't been sleeping much
1: it's been a long two weeks we're in person me and tim i came over to tim's house first time i've known him for how many years now two two years yeah you've been living in this place for two years yep it's a nice spot i will say that i i'm actually very impressed it's it's decorated very nice you know you got a nice big couch a nice love seat and a chair you obviously got it as a set
0: sure yep
1: it's it's a nice little living room we have here i'm very impressed and the bedroom's big spacious nice kitchen for a bachelor it's good
0: i'm very happy when was the last time you were uh living alone
1: oh i don't think i've ever lived
0: alone yeah in my whole entire life
1: you know what? I had my own room in college for one year. That's the only time I've ever lived alone. So that was it. When I when I played in the AHL, my first roommates were Ryan Hamilton and Danny Ehrman. Then my other roommates were Cal Clutterbuck and Paul Albers. So I guess the only one people would notice was Cal Clutterbuck. But, yeah, yeah, so those were my roommates in Houston. My third year was my wife, Danielle. But anyways, yeah, I'm a little tired. It's, it's been a long – have you ever moved like a full – no, you, you – I haven't. have, yeah. Not like a full-scale house. Yeah, my parents' house. Yeah. It's insane.
0: It's awful. It's a
1: lot of work. Like it's one thing going like from a big house to a big house where you can just move. Okay, that couch goes there. That bed goes there. Everything has a place. We were moving from a 4,000-square-foot a house into a 1,300-square-foot house. So – I know you're not very good at math, but that is a third of the size. So you have to cut out two thirds of the furniture in order to make that move.
0: You say that like I don't know it. Like I wasn't lugging heavy furniture for two late nights last week and going to storage rooms and bringing stuff up the truck, off the truck.
1: You the lugged hours of the morning, a handful of furniture,
0: the biggest, heaviest ones.
1: You did help me with the
0: headboard. And a couple couches, right? Uh, no, there was a lot more than that. Don't. Understand. What did you help with? I can't remember. The big uh, armoires, the big, all the dressers. There were like nine of those. Oh yeah, that's right. You did come over. Those were the big ticket items because yeah. I
1: I could not have done all that myself. So I really appreciate that that help. But man, it was a lot.
0: But walk me through this weekend because you moved in when? We moved in Saturday. I haven't talked to you since like. Last Thursday. It's been nuts. So yeah, you've been texting me like,
1: are you going to do this ad? Are you going to be able to tape on Friday? Are you going to be able to tape on Monday? And I just ghost you. Are you okay? Are you okay? What's going on? Because it's just like I have no time. I have no time. So we, we had to go through the house and figure out what we need at the house. And when we got two storage units, it's like, what are we going to put in storage? What are we going to put in the house? And then in those two storage units, we have long-term storage and we have short-term storage. So short-term storage would be like, our clothes for the springtime, we have bicycles, we have um, a lawnmower, we have stuff we're going to need when when the snow melts. Long-term storage is like my bed frame, stuff we're not going to need until the build, like just random things like couches and chairs and stuff we, we won't need in the short term. So it was just a pain to go through the house, and this is where my, my wife kind of tackled this, but that that's a pain. And then I have to go and organize a storage room, and I was running back and forth, and You think you have a handle on something and then it just completely like the the clock keeps ticking. And it's just like I keep going back to the house. I'm like, this house is still full of junk. Like nothing has changed. Even though I've got a full storage unit, it looks like it's still a full house. And it's just like so demoralizing when you've been like hauling junk for two days and you still go back into the house. It's like, what is that? Like what is going on? Like there's still beds, there's still a table, there's still chairs, there's still the kitchen still full of junk. The garage is still like it's just insane how much stuff you accumulate over a lifetime. It's 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 incredible, and I I have to fight the urge. I'm one of the people who are like, let's just get rid of it all, let's throw it out. Like when I did that, that picture with my hockey stuff, I'm like I'm never gonna wear this again. Pitch it. Throw it all out. My wife's like, hold on, hold on, okay, hold on. All like my shirts and stuff. I I I wear. My wife kind of gave me a dig today. I was like, man, like I, I was just going through my clothes and I probably wear like f- literally, l- not even kidding you, ten shirts, and maybe a couple over shirts like uh, button ups. And she's like, I know, you might want to try a little bit harder. <laughs> and I go, ah, I know, not going to happen. But like I, I literally done, like all my pants have holes in them. I, I, I'm just these, It's, I don't know if it's, I like to call it easy. You know what I mean? Go with the flow. I don't care too much. She calls it unkempt. So it is what it is.
0: There should be a middle ground though. Maybe you wear a little bit more. Maybe you wear 15 shirts. And I'm- I
1: dress up if we go out. And she's like, we only go out once a month. Like another little sly dig yeah yeah and i'm like i look good that one day and i'm like i wear a suit to church you know what i mean so i look good a couple days a month that's all i need to do it's like well look we've been married for 13 14 years what do you expect me to throw some lipstick on every time i come into bed this isn't the 50s come on you know what i mean equal rights me too baby me too love me as i am (laughs) Tim just shakes his head. Tell me about the move. Um, Let's stay focused. So a funny – okay, so we moved in. We got in Saturday morning, and it was a last-minute, like, scramble. Like, I'm talking – they had painters coming Saturday at 8 a.m., and we we took the kids to the grandparents' house on Friday night so we could have the whole night Friday to kind of get the house empty. And we got it all empty, and then Saturday morning, I, I threw my bed on the trailer to get out of there, But I realized I didn't have straps for the trailer because they were in storage, and so I had to like. It was just it was just a disaster. Listen up, fellas, because today we have a new Manscaped product alert. Manscaped just released the weed whacker nose and ear hair trimmer. Go look in the mirror. Come on, I'll, I'll, I'll take a second. Go look in the mirror. I guarantee you'll see hair sticking out of your nose and ears. It's disgusting. It's gross. It's time to step your game up. You want your ears and your nose to be looking clean, baby. Come on. Manscaped is forever changing the grooming game with their weed whacker. I was sitting down with my kids the other day. My daughter looked at me and she goes, Dad, why do you have hair growing off of your ear? Like, What's going on? I just figured there was a hair had fallen from my head head and it was just kind of resting on my ear I was like oh no it's fine I went to the mirror and I honestly had five or six or seven hairs not growing out of the middle of my ear off the top off the front on the side on the behind I was like what is happening so I immediately called manscaped and got myself a weed whacker and it has changed my life it's the only nose hair trimmer on the market with a powerful and rechargeable lithium ion battery that lasts for up to 90 minutes of use I'm not judging you, but if you need 90 minutes to trim your ear and hair, maybe we've got bigger issues. But if you do, I have, if you do have that hair, I have, the, I have the tool for you. It's called the weed whacker. So look, fellas, 79% of partners polled admitted that long nose hair is a major turn off. And that goes for men and women. If you're a woman and you got nose and ear hair again, no judgment. This is for you too, my lady. So listen up for a limited time. Only you get 20% off and free shipping with the promo code johnscott20 at manscaped.com. You're going to thank me when you look in the mirror and you're looking clean as a whistle. So get 20% off and free shipping with the code johnscott20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping. So it's like 25% off. Go to manscaped.com and use promo code johnscott20. What are you waiting for? Go whack your weeds.
0: I, when I saw you, I think Wednesday night. I think I saw you maybe Monday and Wednesday. But Wednesday, the the house you were moving into, the cabinets weren't done. A lot of the stuff wasn't done. The washer dryer wasn't installed. It was like, and you were worrying. You were freaking out. You're kind of like, is this house even going to be ready to move into? Let alone the house I'm moving out of.
1: We had a last minute surge. We had a big push where cabinets got put in. The countertops are still not in. So the ca- countertop people kind of. They did a they did a little tricksy doodle on us where they they said oh it'll be in on time, and we ordered it and we were very specific. We said we need these countertops in by December twentieth or November twentieth, excuse me. That is our end date. We have to be in by that date. Next thing we know, we're like oh COVID, they're back order. We can't get it. They're not going to be until December sixteenth, and I'm losing my mind. Like yeah, I'm just like what is going on? In Three weeks. And so. They're like, well, we don't know what to do. And so they just put pieces of plywood down for my countertops, which is really janky. I'm like, I'm not going to put my nice sink on there. So we went and got a cheap sink from Home Depot and just kind of, it doesn't look great, but it's, you know, it's usable. It's functional. It's functional. It is what it is, but the cabinets look great. The floors look great. Fireplace is working fantastic, which is what I was worried about. I'm like, am I going to be able to heat this place? That's working great. Um, Funny story about the washer and dryer. So I, I'm working over there and I had guys install the, ca- the cabinets and I'm throwing in the washer and dryer. And he's like, you know, it'd be great because you don't have much storage is if you got a front loader washer and dryer, then I could build ca- like a little shelving unit above it. You know, you'd get some more extra storage that way. And I'm like, Oh, that'd be great. But you know what? We don't have it. We have a top loader dryer and a front loader washer, say la vie, or other way or vice versa. I don't know which one it was. I go home and I say this in passing to my wife. Well, you know, you know, Eric said he could do this. It's kind of a great idea. Maybe at the next house, she's like, "Hmm." next thing I know, she's returning the washer and dryer to Costco, ordering another washer and dryer from Home Depot. I have to go and rip out the other ones, put them back, like take them to Costco. The washer and dryer don't arrive, so you can't even make the cabinets. And they were supposed to arrive this week, so we don't have a washer and dryer. And my wife's like, That's weird. They should have been here already. And today is a Tuesday. They should have arrived, arrived on a Saturday or Friday. And she's like, that's strange. I don't know. I'll call on Monday. And so in her haste, she got them sent to the old house. Oh no. And so I go to the old house, sneak up there with my trailer and they're sitting in the garage. Luckily I still have the garage door opener (laughs) (laughs) and I break in And take the garage or the washer and dryer.
0: When? When did you do this?
1: Yesterday. (laughs) So as I'm breaking in, a van pulls up and I'm like, oh, like I'm trying to be play cool. And the guy's like comes running out of the van. He's like, you can't go in there. You can't go in there. I'm like, why? He's like, how long have you been in there? I'm like, like two seconds. I just got here. He's like, okay, good. You can't go in there. I guess they found mold in the garage attic. And, like, they're fumigating the whole house. Oh, no. Like, you would have passed out if you were in there for four or five minutes longer. What? And I was like, whoa, okay. Good good timing. Good timing. So I opened up the door, and he's like, you need those? Like, let me help you load them in your truck real quick. So I got them in my truck, and it was fine. But I could have passed out and died <sighs> getting my washer and dryer. But it's funny. Yeah. It, it's just, just little things like that where I'm just like, yeah, like, saved me so much hassle. Because installation was included, but because they got it delivered to the wrong spot, whatever. So, it is what it is.
0: How do the girls like being in the new house?
1: Um, It's a trip. It's weird moving with kids. I don't know if you listeners have ever done this, whether you were a kid yourself or you're a parent who has kids. The kids are really attached to where they live, you know. And they, and they it, It's tough. Any kind of change or transition, it's really tough on kids. So, they... You know, we try to make it fun on them. We try to involve them with with every decision and stuff. And we got new beds for them because it's a smaller house. They they didn't have their own rooms at the old house, but they had – um like the big girls had a room, the little girls had a room, and Lillian had her own room. But now it's like the big girls are in their own room and the three littles are in their own room. So we, we bought trundle beds for them where there's the one mattress and the other one pulls out from underneath just to save space. And so we helped them, like they helped us install it. So they they were part of it. But they they miss the other house. They they really do. They like the fireplace, but they miss the other house because we we boxed up all their toys and stuff. So I can I can feel the the sadness a little bit sometimes. We're like man, I miss the other house because we drive by it every time we go into into town. Right. they like, oh, there's the old house. I miss it. And I was like, ah, I know. I'm like that place was a money pit. Don't don't worry. <laughs> we're so good to be out of there. So. But anyways, you know, it's it's still a lot to do. I still have to like, there's I still have a lot to do, like a ton of stuff, like a laundry list of things I need to do. So,
0: but the house is livable because obviously you're living there.
1: It's comfortable. It's livable. It's It's functional. Still trying to figure out where everything goes, and we still have stuff everywhere. Yeah, like literally, like I haven't unpacked my clothes. I still got to like do a lot of work in the bathroom and the trim and the painting and the like the fireplace and it's just.
0: Do you have any sense of like relief yet? Are you like, are you exhaling yet?
1: No, no, not at all. What about like pride? My wife is exhaling, which is nice because when she, when she's, you know, stressed, it's just like, for those of you who are married, you can probably understand this. When your wife's stressed, it makes your life so difficult. Like you're walking on eggshells. Every time you walk in a room, you're like, don't upset my wife. Don't upset my wife. Don't upset my wife. Like every time she calls, I answer the phone like, hello? Hi, honey. Like just, are you mad at me? Like just stuff like <laughs> that. So she's relieved. Really, she's like the stress has been lifted and I feel better. So, yeah,
0: we're getting there. But what about I me? Mean, you've been working on this house for so long. Do you feel pride now? Do you feel like this is – you accomplished it?
1: No, not really. It's not done. I got to finish it. So I think I have another full month of just –
0: Work. work, 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 What maybe. are you guys going to do for Thanksgiving?
1: I don't know. I think we're just going to, I like a big Thanksgiving. Like I like to throw down like the whole, the whole fix and stuff. And for the, like, again, I, uh, those Canadian listeners, it's American Thanksgiving this week. It's Thursday. Yep. So it's, it's a big deal. Much like it is in Canada. The Canadian Thanksgiving is in October. So it, it's, it's a little different obviously, but it's the same kind of deal where it's, you know, Turkey, all the fixings and just enjoy your family. And just have some fun so i don't know what we're gonna do we don't we don't have a turkey we don't have anything special planned which is kind of sad but it is what it is it was a scramble to get in that little house so we'll just have a scaled back thanksgiving i do want to talk about it i put my foot in my mouth big time with my wife uh even more of, than usual well way more than usual where i thought she was going to absolutely blow up at me but she just kind of shrugged it off and i was like wow okay w- interesting so she was we we have a a decent sized driveway on our new place. It's just basically a dirt patch. You've seen it. And so I had the trailer parked my truck, her car, and it was kind of tricky. Everything was parked. And so she was backing out with her van and she was like going right towards my car, like right towards. And she was turning the wheel. I was like, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to let her hit my car. And I was like, I'm for sure she's going to turn her wheel. And she was like going left and right and left and right and just complete like disaster i didn't know what she was doing and i didn't realize her window was open and i never said like i don't know why i said it but i literally just said you are the worst driver in the world <laughs> and i said it out loud and i was like and then she just goes my window's open. I can hear you. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. I thought I was like, going to be in for it, she's going to like, oh man. Because I, I don't know. I don't know. It just popped in my head. I'm like, oh no, I think I said, you are a terrible driver. That's exactly what it's like. You are a terrible driver. You're sleeping by the fire tonight. <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> and so I, I called her like five minutes after. I'm like, I don't know why I said that. I'm sorry. <laughs> and she
0: didn't hit the car?
1: No, she didn't because I think after I said you're a terrible driver, she, like, realized what she was doing and, like, focused a little bit more to Yeah. get kind of me wrong.
0: Did she pretend like she was never going to hit
1: it though? Yeah, I guess so. But she was – I was sweating. Well, she – thats the same woman who's, like, hit their side view mirror at least a half a dozen times ugh. backing out of the garage to the point where it, it broke and I was just tired of fixing it. So I just let it dangle. I was like, I'm not fixing this anymore. <laughs> Like just learn how to back out of the garage. Like it's not hard. Back up as fast as you want. When you get to the door, just slow it down a little bit. Yeah. Like just try to figure out your angles. It's not that difficult. Like I don't know what you're doing in the first 10 seconds you start the car where you're that distracted where you can't like ah, I got out of this garage <laughs> and just rip off the side view mirror five or six times in a matter of a year and a half. <laughs> so sick <just> like, stuff. <laughs> Oh, is this boring to the listeners? I don't know. That's that's my move in a nutshell. We're in. We should do like a cribs episode. I think we mentioned that a
0: few. That weeks, we should.
1: That would be fun. A few weeks ago. Once I get Wi-Fi and once we get it up, I I want to spruce it up a little bit because it, it, if you walk through there now, it would just be like, holy moly, well, holy guacamole. It's when are terrible. you gonna have me over? After the New Year. After the New Year is so far away. It's not. It's already November twenty fourth. So it's I know. a month away. So we we have. Thanksgiving, then we're right into Christmas season. So after the new year, we'll have you over, do a little tobogganing. We'll have a little fun, hot chocolate, fire. It'll be good.
0: Okay, sounds good.
1: Okay, but anyways, everybody, thank you for listening. I, I hope you enjoyed the little sneak peek into my crazy life. And we'll do a we'll do a cribs episode after after the new year. I think that'll be fun. That would be fun. And then um, yeah, we'll get back to the hockey stuff next episode. We'll talk about I don't know CBA stuff like that. We'll uh, we'll dig into all that and. The latest stuff. But anyways, everybody, I hope you're doing well. Have a good Thanksgiving if you're in the States. If not, have a good Wednesday. Cheers.
0: Hey, guys. Thanks for listening. Make sure you're following the show on Twitter at Dropping Underscore Gloves for episode highlights, behind-the-scenes content, sneak peeks, and giveaways. Check out johnscottallstar.com slash shop for merchandise including T-shirts, hats, hoodies, and so much more. And please, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It's so important to helping us grow so we can keep delivering the hockey content and interviews with the players you love. Thanks and see you next time.